Hey everyone, welcome to episode 37 of Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage. I'm the DM, Tom, and I've got a few announcements for you and the recap, and we will get jump right into the session. Uh, the first announcement is that the entirety of the Collateral crew, including myself, uh, will be uh, attending and participating in NBN Con Virtual this year, uh, August 28th and 29th. Uh, it's an all-day virtual con. The tickets are free. Go to nbncon.com for tickets. You can buy VIP stuff, uh, passes, get uh, extra stuff to go in, uh, and uh, talk with the artists, talk with the creators. Uh, I, w I will be on a panel as well as uh, Yun, who plays Atros and is the DM of a couple other campaigns that we are currently working on. And uh, we will also be doing one-shots uh, on Saturday night. So, uh Come by, check it out. It's a great, great convention. It's all virtual again this year. Um, so, uh, yeah, just come on out. Check out NBN Con. So, nbncon.com, I-N-B-E-O-N-C-O-N.com uh, for tickets. And uh, also, if you're listening to this on, say, Apple Podcasts or any other uh, streaming site uh, or app, Feel free to give us a rating, a review, uh, subscribe if you're not already subscribed because we are going to continue to put these out weekly and um, probably near the end of this year we'll be releasing several other podcasts. So um, be on the lookout for that and um, thank you again for listening if you've been listening. Uh, we very much appreciate it. So uh, without further ado, I am going to give you the recap. To be fair, I was not so pleased when Kyber told me that he had made a deal with an archdemon Orcus no less um, to say that the rest of the party was not overly pleased with this I would say is uh, an understatement and after very much bickering I don't know is the word to use but it seems like it's the right one to use um, they all, uh, come to the agreement that they're going to try and help Kyver, which is good, because I don't know if I could have helped him on my own. Um, and then somehow the impossible happens, and Rig, even though it was literally the night before, and we had gone through already a whole bunch of shit, Weakwa somehow knows Rig from his childhood, and... His, I'm sorry, Weakwa, from their childhood. And I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, it's just a lot to process. Destiny calls to fight the storm that is raging on, that is raging on. Have to enter the call. You have to give it your own. Your helmet strapped and laced, your shield in front of your face. Grip in your holy maze, grip in your holy maze. Now it's time to leave this place Now it's time to leave this place 
Travel to the land long before God To climb a giant high To survive that reeking ride Beware the curse of shot 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 Beware the curse of strife. If you're putting one, two, and three together, it's roughly the situation that you see is that rig masquerading as Donna was friends or was friendly with Weaqua when he was a child. Wow. And then you, all you do is hear your shanks. I mean, it's that, it's that math meme where it's just looking around yeah, 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 yeah. math He's equations happening. <laughs> it's like, think like Rain Man. He's going off on Rain Man shit. He's... Why is, why are your eyes doing that? So he pauses and, and uh, obviously gathers what he gathers from the situation. And he just, he just is at a loss for words. He turns to Ryakura and simply asks a question as he steps up to him and he puts his hand on his shoulder. And he goes, is she kind to you? Donna? Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, we made that necklace together. I used my nature magic, and she used her illusion magic. And I gave that to her because she was like one of the only pe- people, like humanoid, not animal, that like understood me. Of course I liked her. She was like one of my favorite people. Mine too. You knew Donna? And he starts to walk away. Uh, just, to, just to give you uh, a little back thing, I also rolled an insight to see if I could probably figure this out. I rolled a natural one. So Weakwa has not fucking put this together. <laughs> and so he's right. So, yeah. So basically, uh, Weakwa is looking at Shanks. Like, Shank, why are you walking away, Shanks? I, what? Why does why does Donna have my necklace? And and if I can, I head towards the trading room. Oh, sorry. Why does Rig have my necklace? And I'm just looking down at the necklace. I'm gonna follow Shanks. Okay. What's everybody else doing? You fuckers are not gonna leave us alone. We'll be aqua on this one. <laughs> like, this is heavy. I'm going to my room. God damn it. I'm taking. I'm, I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking duo. Uh, gonna probably grab a plate of food from Chico and just gonna go to my room. Oh yeah, and, 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 and last bottle. Uh, I'm pretty much drinking uh, until we'll we keep it, get we'll to our keeping you well supplied. You want a drink? We'll I look at Galahad. Right. I look at Galahad like you need a drinking buddy right now. Cause I sure as hell fucking do. <clears throat> I look at Tiny and I go, Tiny, do do you think Rig? Kill Donna? 
Uh, you know, we Aqua. Rig could have killed anybody. And I start crying. Can't trust that bitch. And I get really angry. I'm like, I never wanted anyone to die before. Till right now. I mean, I want the constable to die because he's mm. terrible, but I don't think he's a human or humanoid. I think he's some type of like alien thing, right? I, or something I just don't understand. <clears throat> but I'm glad Rig died. We Aqua. She was evil. Something I heard early in my studies of learning under Bahamut, he came to me and said, violence is always the last option. But these individuals made that option for themselves. And so we owe it to them to see it through. I put my arm around We Aqua and welcome to the bar. And I just look at Welby and hold up three fingers. For um, those are three shots, please. Right before, right before he uh, did that, I'm saying to uh, Tiny, I show him the necklace, and I say, "There was not an evil bone in her body. She did not deserve this." And then I get walked to the bar with Piper, and you see Wiako really angry and crying. All right. Cool. So Zex goes up to his room. Atros follows Shanks down downstairs. Uh, Argyle, Glad, Sirius, what are you guys up to? Um, before I, I, I want to follow Atros, uh, but before I go, uh, I kind of tell. I say it kind of as I'm getting up. <clears throat> Sometimes you can feel you know a person and you know everything that they'll do, and that you know that they've got good in them. And it isn't until they're standing in front of you doing the most evil things that you realize sometimes you don't know a person as much as you think you do. And I just start to walk towards Atros. Who'd you say that to? I didn't know who you said that to. Oh, I was saying it out loud to... Because when uh, you, you all were coming to the bar, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I was still at the bar, like, drinking, but when I saw Atros walk toward, behind Shanks, I... We're going to follow them, and I say that out aloud. Yeah. Okay. That's shots report. Yes, shots report. Argyle, glad. What are you guys up to? That sound good. All right. Um, I just want so I look at We Aqua, I hand him the shot, and I leave the third one just there on the table. I mean, at the bar, and I toast it. And I look at We Aqua, just throw it back, no questions, and I throw back the shot. I have no questions. I just want to say, if if Donna was here, she would she would have helped you with this. She would have definitely tried to get you out of this deal. Take your in. shot, boy. And I'm here, and I'm going to do that for you. I take the shot back. This I'm is the glad. first time he's drank. Glad you're muted, so I didn't. Hear I take my you. shot as well. Am I with them with this shot, or they walked away from me? Yeah, no, they're with you're you with them on that shot. Oh yeah, yeah. I do the whole like because uh, uh, I'm not used to alcohol at all. <laughs> yes, that's your first time drinking. You said right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, glad. What's yeah, I'm glad notices that that's its first time drinking, and she kind of like makes a, a face and just kind of feels the need to not babysit but stay there just in case. Okay. 
technically it's not his first time. We uh, Argyle and his, we spiked this coffee a couple games back. This is his first time with knowledge like straight, that he's having. Hard, yeah, yeah, straight up shot. So yeah. <laughs> so I All pat right. him on the back, and it's like, how how how'd that feel? Uh, I don't like it. It grows on you. What? It grows? I don't want it to grow. You will grow accustomed to the taste and you will like it the more you have it. Oh, okay. Should I have more? Yes. I hand him the shot. We will all join you. (laughs) I wish you guys guys knew Donna. Group toasting. That's the last thing. Smash cut down to uh, Shanks. You get down to the... uh, training room first and maybe not 10 seconds later uh, Atros is come coming walking down the hallway uh, so question are they are they heavy things to lift in there yeah they, this is like anything yeah. a muscle head whatever you want man is there, is there uh is there some like pull-up bars and that kind of stuff yeah sure so what you see is you see Shanks jump up and grab uh, the bar with one hand and start doing one-handed pull-ups. <laughs> Pull me a strength check. No problem. <laughs> it's going to be embarrassing if you roll Really? Over. For pull-ups? <laughs> one-handed. Oh, sick. Damn, uh, should've, you should have said something. Say, I would have rolled low. Ga- Galahad would have gone down. 20. Galahad's, Galahad's got you by the feet lifting you up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would have gone down there with you. First, first five or ten are like really solid, poof, poof, poof. and then it starts slowing down. But you're still not late. like it's still steady. But you don't, you're not just fucking just rail him out. And then, and then what you see is that he just switches from one arm to the other arm, like just quick switch. And, and it's the same with that one as well. <laughs> so he's breaking. He's breaking. I start breaking in the armor and just making sure that I can move with it and that kind of stuff. So you mm-hmm. see him start doing some gymnastics and flipping around and shit. All right, Atros, you walk into this. Um, I obviously I see him doing all this stuff, right? Right. So I'm. You do. Going, okay. <sighs> Funny, I'm the bird here, yet you're more of a chicken than I am. You see him kind of flip up and stand on the top of the bar and then backflip and land right in front of Atros. Why? Smiles at him. Roll acrobatics. Yeah, I'll roll the acrobatics for I'm him. just going to give it to him. It works thematically. Let's just, I'm going to roll, roll <laughs> RP. Let's do it. All right. So I, I told him, I'm like, I'm not running away from anything. Then what was that? That's not a discussion I want to have with him right now. It's a little more complicated than I think he can handle at the moment. Is that what you do? When it's too much, you just run away from everything? No, that's Zex's thing. But I'll tell you this. It's, uh... If you want to know, I'd be glad to tell you. Enlighten me. Sure. When um when I was getting to know Rig biblically, biblically I uh, I let her into my mind, and when I did that, she was able to see what was holding me back from being 
with her easily. And that was my love for Donna because she visually could see my thoughts. She tried to ease the situation by transforming into her for our first encounter. I stopped her because it wasn't right. And I wanted to show her that I loved her for who she was. At this point, Sirius, you're coming down the hallway and you've heard maybe the tail end of that particular piece. Funny way so, of showing your love. <laughs> Why are you judging me, dude? Essentially, I did the same thing you did. I did not give my, my own love. Yeah, but you told me in the thing that you'd be willing to. And you even asked for my help in doing it, if you remember. And I told you I would, if that's what you wanted. Because she is already dead. She does not so belong undead. So is Rig, as far as I'm concerned. She was before you. She was alive. And yet you threw her away and you ran. Just like you ran from your guild members that you killed. Like you ran from Rig all those years ago. And you ran from her again. Dude, I think you suffer from a high intensity of hypocrisy. Enlighten I'm just, it's nothing to enlighten. It's just a simple fact. You make choices, right? You make choices because you think they're right. You judge other people for making choices when you don't think they're right. That doesn't make you smart. You make really cool shit, and don't get me wrong. Then why did you leave? Why did you shoot them and leave if your decision was right? Why did you run away from your own world? You abandoned your world, and you left with the journeyman. What'd you do to your world? I destroyed it. Well then, who gives to flying fucks? Some people walk away. Some people fight. Some people blow shit up. Whatever makes you happy, man. I'm not telling you how to live your life. Don't tell me how to live mine. I somehow go ahead. <laughs> you just have a good intense stare down right now, but I'm sure serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I'm I've been standing against the wall all this I say you priest as a man who is going after his a way to revive his loved one. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, I'd sacrifice anything to get her back short of my own life because I would like to see her again but in my case all I see here are two men literally of almost the same side of a coin you all almost you all almost seem to be the same people but you're viewing things in different ways and Honestly, I had my issues with Shanks. It disturbed me to see what you did to Briggs, but I understand the complications behind the situations. 
behind everything that had happened to you. And I almost wonder if... Oh, wait, no. Before I go any further, does, mm-hmm. does Sirius know that he has... Uh, he's chosen to wear cursed armor? It, it, oh, is not, not it is not cursed armor. It was just made in the city of Dis. Oh, okay. So it was yeah, just that this armor of Dis is just literally it was made in Dis, which oh, is okay. a, which is a city in the infernal plane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I won't. I won't go there with it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. But um, you know. But still, we all need to rely on each other. And honestly, <laughs> if I was were a true priest, I'd try to console both of you in a way that would make you see the same see the things see some sort of balance between it but far too often I've seen in this party that violence tends to be the only way we can settle things (laughs) it's funny you say balance just like Shanks called for balance and murdered Rick I don't call that balance I agree with you in that. As I said, it did disturb me to see that. I I would never do that to the person that I love. It's not my love. We had a moment in time that does not make her my love. Hmm. And all of it was under a very manipulating very deceiving, very abusive situation. Is that how you see it? Is that how I see it? That's how it was. What is the problem with you in truth? She truly loved you. Look, man. And you threw her away. Are you trying to do trip me? Of course you pity her. You see your reflection in her. You float, they, between, you float between good and evil in a way that I've never seen somebody do. Now, just because you choose to make those decisions that way doesn't mean that that makes things right or that makes things some kind of like noble gesture to whatever you believe. I don't need to be noble. What do you live by? What moral code? You lived as a rogue and you killed others. Why, who are you to talk to me about morals? I'm not talking to you about morals. You judging me. I'm not judging you. I never once raised any weapons to you. I never once tried to fight you. I never once made my eyes glow some kind of crazy fucking colors. I never did that to you. Because you never gave me the truth. I never gave you the truth. I'm telling you the truth right now. And I've been open and honest. everything that's happened, you put us all in danger. Nobody put anybody in danger more than everybody fucking here. Everybody here put everybody in danger. What the hell are you talking about? You put a stone on on red guy's fucking head that's gonna have him doing the same shit Kyra's doing. What the hell are you judging me for? I don't get it. I don't get it. I see why Zex doesn't want to lead this band of motherfuckers. Cause like seriously, y'all got problems. I got problems. Y'all got problems. But everybody want to judge each other for each other's problems. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. All I can be here to do is support. I'm support. That's what I'm going to do. 
I'm gonna fucking fuck shit up when it comes to doing that. If something walks in the room and it tries to hurt one of you motherfuckers, I'm gonna shoot it in the face or the balls or anything that can resemble genitalia because I enjoy doing that because it reminds me of my true love. Sirius starts to laugh. It's like, finally, <laughs> I'm getting to know the real Shanks. <laughs> Look, man, I, I don't, I don't want to be upset at anybody. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be defensive or try to, you know, make up for all of the mistakes I made. But all of us have killed people. To be surprised that we had to kill somebody else shouldn't be what we talk about at this point. Like that really is not the conversation to have. We had to kill another motherfucker. Like that is not the conversation to have right now. Right now, we got a demon lord. We got some kind of fucking time traveling deity dragon motherfucker. I, I don't even know. I don't even know how many. And then we have shot. He's like a little fucking peanut to all of this shit. So I don't know what to do at this point. All I can say, something's coming. You guys say, hey, Shanks, shoot that motherfucker. That motherfucker's getting shot. That's all I can do. That's all I can do. That's my thing. All right? So if you want to judge me for that, oh, oh you stabbed this bitch. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why you're going to do that. You want to get upset at me for that? You want to judge me for that? You want to call, call me out on it? Go. Go for it. Say what you got to say to me. You cannot affect me. At this point, I'm here for one reason and one reason alone, and that's to make sure we do whatever we need to do together. That's it. I, can I make it any clearer? He does have a point, Atros. Listen, I'm not as poetic slightly. as you, man. I'm not as poetic as you, man. I'm a little, I'm a little more rough around the collar. I'm a little more ragged. I didn't, I didn't get the same opportunities you had or the same exposure. But I will tell you this. All right, I appreciate who you are in all of your flaws, all of your mistakes, all of your past, I accept you. That's the only balance I ever need. You see Atris just nodding. Um, Sirius walks over and he grabs Shank's hand, not forcefully, just as light as he can and he grabs Atros's feathers or I guess where his hands are you know? <laughs> no I have actual hands like, okay. <laughs> he goes and I pronounce you husband and wife okay are we funny jokes priest <laughs> sorry I couldn't help it but I must know <laughs> before we move on <laughs> are we okay you see his uh, mercurial rod turn to his shield and he just holds it up with his left hand and thumps the shield against his chest not yet (laughs) I'm gonna walk towards the center of the training area and just look at him like the ring Uh, (laughs) serious kind of Eyebrows go up, and he gets the idea and starts to walk towards the um, uh, uh, door into the room. <laughs> I'll you, guys, be here. <laughs> you, you guys, you guys see a tumbleweed go by? 
<laughs> All right, you see, you see Shank smile and he starts, he starts flexing, doing the shoulder thing, twisting. Ah, okay, we gonna do this? Let's clear the air. <laughs> Bring up your old twenty. Come on, serious, go get us. You can smash cut uh, things. Actually, yeah, I was about to ask. Like, <laughs> isn't this the trainer rule where they can't really <laughs> work? Focus, focus. <laughs> oh, well, I lean in the hall. I lean uh, into the hallway and go, uh, anybody who's willing to place bets, come now. <laughs> can we hear this upstairs? Or Morpheus is fighting Neo. <laughs> Morpheus is fighting Neo. Basically. Yeah, you can hear that coming from downstairs. All right, so we're running down. I'm, I mean, I'm running downstairs with my drink in my hand. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <clears throat> what? A fight? Yes! <laughs> yeah, because Argyle fully knows well. He's like, hold up. You I, I, get, I, sh- I take whatever <laughs> shot I took. I go to Welby. Two more. <laughs> I grab the bottle and the empty glasses, and I'm like, let's just go. And we all just go. I copy, I copy Argyle the same way. Weakwa's crying and goes with them. Just, I, I, I drag Weakwa by the lion claw while I'm holding. No, yeah, he's going. Shot glass. He's going. He's like, oh, okay, let's go watch a fight. I'm actually, like, kind of just right next to hovering Weakwa, just to make sure he doesn't like pass out or do anything crazy. And I just roll my eyes, like, again, these boys are fighting each other again. I yell upstairs to, to so Zex could hear, like, boy, they're gonna fight. <laughs> no, no response. We all go down. All right. Smash cut to Zex. Zex, what are you doing? I am in my room uh, on my floor. Um, I have a plate of food uh, next to me that Duo's been kind of chilling with. And I'm just staring at the ceiling, rotating an arrow between my fingers. That's it. Okay. Just staring in space? Absolutely. Writing in his diary. Roll a perception check for me. Not good. Uh, 11? Okay. Smash cut. Back to the fight. All right. So that is, is 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 very, very happy. Yeah. So you guys are all <laughs> down at the the bottom. Standing ten feet apart, Atros pulls out his chisel, taps his head, points it to the ground, and summons his Eldritch Cannon. Uh. I go over to um, Argyle <clears throat> and I say to him, <clears throat> five gold on Atros. Uh, I will double that one on Shanks. Then it's 10. All right. I'd like to say, hey, uh, I think Rick hit Donna. And that's God. the last thing that happens. God people. damn, buzzkill. <laughs> and then I'm just like, I just kind of grab him and, and like pull him a little bit further away so nobody like go, slaps hey, him, hey, him or hey, does anything dumb. Hey, stop. Stop it. 
All right. Uh, uh, just yell out, this is how we do it in the mountains. <laughs> and I go, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> so wait, when I see the cannon come out, you just hear me yell out, put the cannon away, you bitch. <laughs> I just flip off Argyle. Uh, Wiako goes, sticks and stones will break your bones, but cannons will fucking kill you. Uh, all <laughs> abilities are available. Oh, shit. All right. This motherfucker's going to wax me. All right, here we go. Shanks starts things off by trying to get some distance using his blink dog dagger. Unfortunately, it doesn't connect with the wall enough to use its teleportation aspect. As it bamps back into his hand, he turns to face Atros, and a sickening feeling overtakes him as Atros casts Bane. Making the tactical decision to use his cannon as a shield, Atros dropped prone behind it, and upon hitting the ground, his force ballista lets off a shot and hits Shanks hard in the shoulder. Clocking the immediate threat, Shanks lets several shots fly at Atros' cannon, with two finding purchase, nearly destroying it. He pulls two more arrows out and lets them fly as well, the first destroying the cannon, the second finding purchase on Atros. Atros immediately calls his Eldritch Cannon back to the same spot as before and fires another shot. But Shanks manages to dodge it. Dead. Watching. Dead silent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Wiako's we, we we going, oh, oh, and that's him heaping. It's been, what, like 18 seconds? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you've just seen Shanks fire off like at least 10 or 12 arrows in the span of 18 seconds and Atro some three separate Eldritch cannons and shoot at him and just lay on the ground. <laughs> so how do you feel about this bet, uh, Galahad? You guys have a bet? You bet? Seem, Ooh, you it bet seems like uh, Atros is making Shanks use all of his abilities. Uh, Shanks is at least standing, so... Uh, uh, but I'm feeling kind of confident about uh, placing my bets on Shanks. What's the bet, he, guys? What's he, the bet? Ten gold on whoever you want. The bet is here that you're not going to take another shot. I'll, I'll, I'll take that bet. And I, <laughs> I grab one of the tiny shots that he brought down. And I, like, hit it into my mouth. I, can, nudge, can I, I, can I, I brought some beers down, but I, if you want to just shoot the beer, go for it. <laughs> I'll shoot wait, the beer. Can I like discourage them? Like, can I, before he right. shot it and down, can I can try? Check. Roll can, a persuasion check. Yeah. Fair. Is it against what? My what? It's against Kyber. Uh, Kyber. It's pretty much it's to try and stop you from pounding this beer. Okay. She does not succeed. She's like, uh, ooh. And I'm like, you know my mom. I look, at, I look at Glad and go, oh, you're not his mom. And I go, uh, I, I go, Kyber, Tang. Yeah, yeah. And I say, I say, Riakla, you, this is not good. Like, you're going to be sick. Damn, skip I'm here for you when you get sick, but. I'm just warning you, if you continue to go on this path, you're going to get really sick. And we're mm. going to need you. I, I open... Oh, wait. Do I have a... I look, I look, I look up again. So uh, this is the boy's first right. time drinking. 
Who you call a boy? Old man. Yes, he he will he will not receive the blessing of your hands. Your face is old. What are you and like, also, 50? out of game, does this affect his water ability in no, any way? No, it's like he'd be able to actually, like, yeah. he'd still be able to use his spells. Although it would probably be more funny to see, like, it would be uh, flavored and more of a, he's kind of drunk, so it wouldn't be as accurate, but he'd still be able to do everything. I thought you were going to say his water creation would be flavored in uh, alcohol. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't see why <laughs> could Just the taste of the beer, it's just water. It's, 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 a, it's a, a little hot. The water's a little hoppy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, who who you calling boy, old man? Your face is old. Indeed, it is. Oh, good comeback! Oh, roasted fire! Hold on, um, I do want to ask, mm-hmm. tell Kyra he owes me ten gold. Kyra owes me ten gold. Who are you betting on? <laughs> no, take he bet me shot. that I wouldn't drink uh, again. You're gonna I take another shot. Oh no! The- <laughs> All right, Shanks, you're up. Shanks volleys back with three arrows, two of which finding purchase in the cannon. Exploding with fire, the ballista is pushed back into Atros, destroying the cannon again. Atros summons another cannon and moves it toward Shanks, firing as it walks. The bolt hits Shanks in the chest, pushing him back five feet. Shanks then breaks into a sprint towards the cannon, pulling out his blink dog dagger and throwing it at the Kenku. Atros reflexively casts shield to ward from the attack. In a small burst of mist, Shanks then bamps from one position to standing over his target. Pulling out his blood spear, Shanks makes his attack and hits, striking a critical blow. Atros shifts the cannon in line with his elven adversary and fires a shot, hitting, pushing Shanks back into melee range. But... Just for shits and giggles, as he reaches in, he's gonna use Channel Divinity anyways, and just grab the armor and just pretty much get scorched. And I know whatever he rolls, it's probably gonna take me out. So go ahead and roll it. Roll a d6. Yep. Shanks. Oh, you are higher. Yep. You're higher, and you win. Four. Yep, I had three HP. All right. What was your Channel Divinity? Uh, Channel Divinity would have just added shit ton of damage. So it would have been like 48 or something like that with like plus 9. So you see like right by his face, obviously as he misses and just grabs the armor and just takes the fire damage. And then drops. Yep. Oh man, this is like Vegeta Goku shit. I swear to God. (laughs) Oh, before that though, when he drops, you just hear... As he hits the ground, you hear uh, the corner of your ice grouping. <laughs> I look over at Argyle. Oh, God. He's your gold. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a pleasure doing business with you, sir. Yes. <laughs> uh, let me get rid of that. I missed equipment. by one, right? Is that what it was? Dude, you missed just by one. Because I, I just want to see what the damage would have been. It would have been like uh, 40. Yeah, he was at 40. His yeah, I was at 40. Was at 40. No, actually, I'm at 32. You would have me. Uh, no, it's inflict wounds. Oh, it was 5d10 for inflict wounds. My bad. Yeah. So it would have been 5d10 plus 9 points of damage. Yeah. Oof. So that wow. would have been... 
23 plus 9. That would have been 32 points. It was that close. On the dot, been, man. It would have been on the dot, dude. <laughs> if you yeah. hit, it would have been on the dot. Yep. And you did just enough to take him out with that with the, uh, yep. um, with the fire from Elmer Armour. I'm, I'm telling you, man, this is like, this is Vegeta Goku battles. I, I fucking love it. Oh, that man. Good. That was, that was, that was great. He immediately, he immediately, like Shanks immediately, like gives Atrus a health potion. Yeah, it's a greater, so forty-four plus four. I'm assuming it's just gonna heal over time, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Forty-four <sighs> plus four. Yep. And so, yeah, so he's he comes too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I, I see, I see what you did there. I just. Kind of like pat him on the shoulder and just the magical tinkering. It was my loss. And I nod. Uh, I walk towards them and, uh, well, actually, still on the ground? Probably like getting up, you know, grabbing, okay. leaning yeah, up. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like helping them out. Um, watch, I, I kind of like put my hand on, on both their shoulders and I go, isn't it so odd that the best way we can resolve, I mean, uh, get things settled in this group is by violence? <laughs> I said that that may be the case, but he made me do something that I usually don't like doing. He made me get close. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I just tapped my head like the, the meme where I said, you got to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have to think outside the box and change your strategy. Yeah. Uh, as I, you know, as I make sure like they're both okay, I go. I hope you all don't mind, but I um, brought the audience. <laughs> and I go, hey. <laughs> I walk over to Shanks and I flip uh, one gold coin at him. <laughs> and it's like that's your part of a uh, winning bet. I, I was rooting for you, so uh, there you go. Hey. He holds it, he looks at it, he's like, I appreciate the faith, man. Puts it into us. I go, I'm gonna call you Goldfinger, Argyle, because you always got gold on your finger. <laughs> Good job, buddy. That, Don't mind. That's, uh, he, he's that's, a, that's like a gold coin, man. And then a finger, and then I just put them together. That's very that's clever true. there, Weapa. That's uh, good stuff. Oh, cr- <laughs> so if if Atros is standing on his own, um, yep. Shanks walks over to Weaqua and says, uh, "Whenever, hey, you, hey, you whenever shot you, pretty well there. Thank you. Whenever you get over this, I'd, I'd like to have a conversation. Over what, man? I'm here. I'm chilling. And he looks over at Galahad." What did, wait, what? What do you want when I'm done? What? Whenever, you, whenever you're over this, if you want to hang out here, that's great. Oh, oh Shanks, yes, this is the the lad's first time with, with alcohol. Wait, I want to hang out here? What are you saying? So he's Whoa. going to see it through to the end. Fantastic. I'm confused, Shanks. You, you're a confusing motherfucker, man. <laughs> Where did you must, look at uh, serious and like priest? Do you have any type of healing to take uh, care of him? 
I, hey, um, I, I look over too. at Atros and I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a right of passage. Too. Hey, this is I going can heal through. too. I can heal too. I can. You want to fight? You want to throw hands? <laughs> I put my hand up to Atros and go, wait, wait, no, no. I want to see this. I want to see where this goes. <laughs> want to throw hands? I just want to throw hands, Atros. Want to throw hands? Look, I could do the eyes too, and I do I, control I just, water near my eyes, and I turn them red. I just tap we like he just wants a hug. We go, go give him a hug. Oh, he wants a hug. Ooh, guess what? Shock and grasp. What the? F- Atros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna use shield as soon as he tries to come <sighs> close. I'm still gonna roll for an attack. Yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, that's 19. Ooh. Uh, 19 plus whatever the hell. Wait, does that down him again? Uh, 19. <laughs> 19 plus no, my no. attack is a 6, so 25 hit. Hits. So, what the hell's it doing for that? I just shout out, we are good, no! <laughs> Shut up. Uh, actually, I'm uh, not. I'm not gonna do uh, shock and grass because I didn't prepare it today. I'm doing primal savagery. Um, what so what did he roll with disadvantage because he's drunk? If you want me to. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes drunks get in good swings, so I'm gonna give him. Yeah, a surprise. Sure. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Sucker punch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, nine points of acid damage. Ooh, shit. And I go, ooh, feel that sting? It's be- oh, do you, do you need a heal from a healer? Atros, are you down? No, I'm not down. Oh. But he's just looking at him. Like, he just took it straight on. Like, he's just looking at him like. I get, I, I go nose to nose. I'm like, do you need a healer? Because you need a healer? Galahad, can you uh, get your mans, please? At this point, I I, yes, like, I, yes. I go like this and I tap his his right. his uh, the side of his arm. I'm like, you're being a dick, dude. Stop. Okay, I I I, I, put, I go in my bag and I he's throw doing, five good no, berries. I fucking at, I put at, my at hand, this. I put my hand on his head and burn my five points of land hands to get rid of the drunkenness. But right before I did before you did that, I threw five good berries at <laughs> <laughs> Atros. Uh, heal yourself. And then as soon as you... Weak was yeah. no longer drunk at this point. Yeah, so now, uh, as soon as... I'm like, oh my god, Andrew, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. You uh, see Andrew's just shaking his head. And he picks up hey, a good berry. Uh, man. And, and he just, I like, crushes it in his, his hand or whatever. Ooh. like And almost, like, in Lion King fashion, like... With the ban- with the baboon, he just like makes a mark on his head. That's deep finger. shit, man. I still love your voice. Come on, talk to me. Talk to me, sweet night. <clears throat> okay, uh, so what is everybody doing? Uh, <laughs> Actually, we'll we'll cut back to Zex. Are you still doing the same thing? Just twiddling a. Uh... This all take place like less than like five minutes, right? Yeah, I'm assuming. Okay. I'm gonna give you. Yeah. So I'm the, I'm literally just second chilling. page of his diary. I'm literally just still on the floor, talking with talking with Duo, having a good old time, and just twirling twirling my uh, my arrow. All right, uh, roll me a perception check. His hair. 
Listen to the Backstreet Boys. So figure it out. Uh, twenty-four. Is that right? Yeah, 24. I really love Wee throwing good berries at you. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just, just a handful. All, of all of this is worth it. All of this is worth it. Oh, my God. He's like the, the manager that just had to deal with a very fucking drunken customer and just like, don't fight it. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> just holding back and like, mm, oh. He doesn't know how to better. Leave him alone. Just leave it. Let it be. Let it be. Listen, just the fact that Wiyako is drunk was drunk. Not anymore. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, Zex, mm. um, you're just sort of noodling with uh, with an arrow and hanging out with Duo. And out of the corner of your eye, you see something sort of pass by quickly, like just out of the corner, uh, just right on the edge of your vision. And you turn, and in the area where your door was in your room is now this sort of, like, wooded archway with, like, a, a, a small thatch of, like, white birch trees. I'll get up, grab Duo, and head towards it. Can I make an investigation check, like, to kind of figure out... Like, do I get a clear picture of what the other side of this is? Um, yeah, give me a perception check. Uh, 24 again. 24 again, okay. Uh, you see um, on, it, it looks very like a very thick, like, sort of stand of, like, clump. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, birch trees in forest, but, like, yeah. they'll grow in, like, seven or eight in a small stand. And, uh, like through it you can see wilderness behind it very very lush like nothing like you've ever seen as a ranger like this is like some magical shit like this is very very lush uh, bright colors greens and yellows and purples and oranges uh in the back is there anyone or anything on the other side uh do you just see what looks like a pathway that is somewhat overgrown leading straight forward, which would be the hallway if it was your door, but it's not. I'll make sure to grab my things and walk that way with Duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll, fact, I'll leave a note just in case. I'll say, uh, took a detour, be right back, question mark, and I'll leave it on my desk. All right. So... You push on through this thatch of white birch, and uh, as you go through the immediate five or ten feet of more thick, it's sort of more thick underbrush. You sort of push your way in, and it opens up into like a small, like one person-sized footpath that sort of leads, and you can see it curve up in the distance, uh, but you don't see where it goes. It just maybe fifteen feet in front of you. Lots of different uh, different sounds of. Um, creatures that you don't necessarily recognize. Um, I'll send Duo up uh, for uh, like a quick like to give me a, a lay of the land. Um, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. <laughs> well, two eighteens for a total of. Uh, 
25. It is very lush uh, tree cover here. As, as Duo goes up and does a circle and comes back down, he has a little bit of trouble getting back down and finding you. He sort of swoops in maybe 10, 15 feet in front of you and then sort of flies up the path. And from what you gather uh, from the, the images that you sort of see through his eyes, uh, it is very, very lush on the top, very green, some splotches of oranges and yellows, and it seems to be outside of the forest like in a constant twilight. Like there's a one constant a setting sun uh, on uh, uh, to the west, and sort of it almost looks like a sun is coming up through uh, on the east. So it doesn't look, you know, it looks like a dawn dusk yeah. currently. And there's um, one path just leading towards some some place. You can't see the path from the top. You can't. It's complete tree cover. From what, but from what but in from front of you is a path just, leading forward. Um, I'll put him back on my shoulder and ask him if he's ready for a peculiar walk. Sex. All right, let's go. All right, we walk. Uh, roll me a survival check, and it is a force, so I would say an advantage. Next. Fourteen. The path does fade every now and again, but you do manage to find your way back to it. Uh, you're walking for like maybe five or ten minutes, and um, you come up to this opening, and there are. Roll me a perception check. Um. Uh, 21. 21. You see little flitters of sort of like sort of brightish pinks and yellows and deep reds sort of like little little flourishes uh, flying around and in front of you you actually see uh, this very beautiful sort of carved in the natural stone with uh, trees and vines almost as columns this beautiful sort of uh, palace. It doesn't look like anything you've ever really seen before. Um, sort of almost sort of seems sort of pressed into this forest. And the forest is sort of almost sort of uh, partly creating the structure. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, but there are carved elements as well. Okay. Um... And you said I'm not like recognizing anything, but are the lights that are passing by are they created from creatures or are they just lights that mm, I can just yes. Uh, you're not entirely sure what those creatures are. You didn't roll high enough. Okay, um, that's fine. There definitely are creatures, and they're sort of they are speaking. You can hear some that are closer. You hear some speech. It's a little higher pitched, but um, what what languages do you speak? Uh, abyssal, common, sylvan, and undercommon. You recognize what they're saying. They're speaking in sylvan. Mm. Oh, out of game. Uh, I know we talked about. Uh, I like have sylvan, but I don't know. Like I don't know that I know sylvan. Well, you recognize what it but is. But I but I recognize what they're saying. Okay. You recognize what it is. Um. What are they saying? In a language you understand. Um, various different, just small side conversations. Something about a court. Something, something about a court and the king. 
I try to speak back some in the language and say, uh, Sealy Court? Yeah, but that's where you are. Um, can you take me to your king? What is the king one with a too tall? I don't know. I think he uh, wanted to see me. Yeah, one of them creatures. You get a better look at them. Uh, these are uh, one. The ones in front of you are currently pixies and sprites. Um, okay. And one looks at the other. Uh, I don't know. Well, what do you think there, Nikki? I don't know. Want to bring him? Might he might kill us. Doesn't see. I don't know how happy he'll I- be. I don't mean any harm. Uh, Adore. Oh, I mean, it's not you. He's he's just you know, he's mercurial by nature. You know what I mean? He's just sometimes he's in a really good mood, and other times it's like you say the wrong thing and you get swatted. That's how it goes. I understand. Yeah, um, it's kind of fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I've dealt with the type before. A few of them. Okay. Okay. This uh, is this is key. I'm 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 Ren. The name is Zex. Uh, this is my my butthawk duo. Yeah, you want to keep that guy over there? You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's he's fine. He, he I don't think he's. I like he, the way he, he's I, looking at me. I just fed him. He, he's all good. King, I promise. Let's go. Let's go. Let's bring him. Let's go. Let's see if we can get him to the king here. And they start going in front of you. In, leading you in in towards the path this in law's head and in zex's head at the same time it's like am i in the fucking feywild oh fuck let's keep it rolling all right so you make your way uh in there uh it is like I said, it is just as gorgeous on the inside as it is on the outside. It sort of opens into this small little antechamber as you walk in, and then you go through another small archway that's all like braided and, and, and intertwined vines with uh, small trees, and it opens up into this massive, massive hall. And at the other end, uh, you see several guards start walking towards where you are. Uh, they, uh, they look... They have a very similar look to um, to Shanks, uh, much more pronounced than Shanks. But mm-hmm. Definitely, you know that these aren't Fey, but they are Fey adjacent. Okay. Um, and uh, you see at the other end, way at the other end, there is a uh, there is a throne, uh, and uh, the guards show up and says, "Oh." Who comes to see the king? Uh, my name is Zex Kushinara. It, it's not my, um, it's not the name that I was born with, but it's the name that was given to me. Um, my memory uh, has been magically uh, blocked away from me, and your king uh, has, uh, I, as I've been told, may have um, helped and blocking some of my, my memories magically. And I think he wants something to do with me. 
and uh, one of and one of and one of my companions. Um, I I wouldn't know if it is fucked up. He probably did me a service, so I'm just oh, here no. following the trail. All right. Well, uh, he looks over at the uh, camera and both of them. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna head out, you know. Yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, good luck to you, Zex, and your lethal bird friend. Uh, I appreciate you guys for taking me uh, taking me here. All right. Uh, and they just sort of sort of buzz out. Um, one of the guards is just a moment, and the other makes his way back over. Maybe another couple minutes pass by. He comes back and says. Uh, the king will uh, has agreed to see you for a very limited time. I appreciate it. Um, uh, after you, they lead you up towards uh, the throne. Uh, what you see in front of you is a an unusually tall and muscular and wingless male fairy, a male a sprite. Um, he has a uh, uh, jet black eyes. His skin is comparable to like the color of uh, oak wood. His hair hair is thatched and braided and runs uh, with brambles uh, down his shoulders. And he wears a uh, a cloak over his right shoulder that is uh, stitched with uh, green and brown and orange leaves uh, into what looks like a leather cloak. You wish to speak with me? Yes. Um, thank you for seeing me on such short notice. Um, a doorway appeared uh, where I was staying, and it led me here. Um, I know from a comrade of mine that we were supposed to see you in a few weeks' um, time. I don't know how time works here, but for us, a few weeks' time. Um, Gala Delorio. Um, he he she, gives you a nod in recognition of the name. Um, I've also uh, heard from my mentor and a couple of other sources that the source of my memory being locked away from me might have been your doing or your, you had aid in it. I don't know. And if that's the case... Um, not sure whether to thank you or not. I I don't know anything about my past, and um, you're the only lead that I have so far. He pauses, leans forward, hand on his chin. What is exactly is it that you would like me to do for you? Would you like your memories back? Do you feel that you are ready to handle these? For I do not have time to explain. Are you are you responsible for taking them in the first place? I give aid when needed. If I say no now, would I be able to do it at a later time? It is possible. 
honestly, this is all I've ever wanted. But your hesitation or questioning leaves me concerned that it may do more harm than good. I'll leave the choice to you. And he leans back in his chair. Is Duo reacting in any particular way right now? Duo is just sort of looking around. Like, you can almost get the sense that he wants to, like, fly up into one of the, the higher tops to get a... find a perch. But he's still on your shoulder. But you can tell he's sort of, like... He's, like, around. fidgety. Yeah, he sees all this, like, because uh, as you look, you see him and you sort of look up for a second, and it is just, like, it looks like the underside of a canopy in, like, uh, uh, like a rainforest. Like, there are uh, strange animals that you have not seen before, like, going up across the, the canopy in this hall. It, it doesn't look like you're in a hall. It looks like you're in, like, the columns are, like, these giant, basically, like, redwood-looking, like, trees gotcha. down this hall. I um I ask him before I like give an answer. May may my bird um be free to roam around your court. Uh, he seems to quite like it here. It would be safer to stay where he is. Okay, I'll pet Duo and let, and like kind of just let him know that no, now's not the time. Um. Would it be possible to give me the part of the part of your memories that seem relevant, the part of my memories that seem relevant, or it this is an all or nothing shot? Seeing as your time is running out, I leave that decision to you. What do you define as relevant? And. As for clarification, your time is running out because the doorway is closing in, I would say, several minutes from now. Yes, I'll, yes. All right. He reaches in and places one of his fingers in the middle of your head. And there's a bright green light that envelops your your eyes and then sort of your mind and a flood of memories, uh, years worth of memories flood back into your head, so much so that it is painful. And there are a lot of images. You see images of uh, cloaked figures and f- uh, with a fire raging in uh, uh, in the middle of a circle of them. You see the tabaxi woman that you had seen earlier with, uh, when you had been speaking with Kyra. You see her and a male tabaxi, much uh, more slender tabaxi, with uh, this female. Uh, you... Um, get a flash of a drow elf uh, the, a woman uh, that speaks to you as a, a small child and just flood just here boom boom it just it's flashes of different things and he releases his his the, his, the tip of his finger from your forehead and says just leans in and says hurry or you'll be trapped here 
Thank you. Thank you. I don't know how I could repay you. Um, I like bow and I leave. All right. So you do make it uh, out of the uh, the actual palace proper, and you see you're in the courtyard now with all of the pixies and the sprites rolling around. And from your this vantage point, there are several different pathways that you can go. Um, do I remember the one that I came from, or or, or it doesn't matter? You're saying roll me a survival check. Uh, you were again. in a, you're in a forest, so it would be an advantage. Yeah, I already rolled with advantage. fourteen. So it's 14, fourteen again. Uh, you do manage to find you find the right pathway up these columns that are in there. These the sort of steps you do find the path. Um, and as you're running uh, back down the pathway, uh, you come to a uh, fork in uh, this path that sort of radiates out in two different directions, going in the same spot, but sort of like crosses up uh, into to do different areas um so i'll roll me another uh, survival the dc is going to be 15 okay uh 20 uh 24 you don't even hesitate and you sort of you stay to the left and you continue down and your uh uh, you're you're like sprinting at this point to try and get back. Your head is just swimming with all of these images and these feelings and these. Am images. I able to catch like my surroundings? Like as I'm running, am I taking anything in? You are just you are sprinting as fast as you can towards this door. All you're paying paying attention to is the next ten feet in front of you. Do you want to roll me a d6? Yeah. Three. Three. As you're running, uh, you feel Duo's claws release from your shoulder, and you catch just in time Duo popping up into the uh, canopy. I try to call him back. Do I see what? Do I see what he's seeing? Uh, no, you do not. He sort of, like, dove right up into the canopy. You can see the, uh, uh, the passageway, maybe, like, 30 feet in front of you. Um, uh, roll me a persuasion check with advantage. The DC is going to be at least 20, because he sees something that is very... He's been holding pretty good this whole time, and he's been going... He does not come back to you uh, on that first call. You are seeing the the uh, entryway that you had from your room slowly starting to get smaller. Um, I know I can double my speed in like a, a quick burst, so I'll try again if I can. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah. Roll me a, a persuasion check again. This time it's going to be at 22 because you failed the first one. Okay, uh, that's a 23. Uh, In the nick of time, you see Duo uh, coming back uh, from the trees. uh, His feathers are a little ruffled and he drops down onto your shoulder and starts 
I know. I'll grab him. Noms. I'll grab him, cup him into my hand like a football player, and I'll double my movement speed and try to like barrel through the door, the, the entryway. Okay. Uh, for the this last one, just give me a strength check. It is like getting real close to being almost too small for you to get through. Nine. Nine. You hit it and you can't seem to get through as this uh, these vines are slowly starting to come over. You're like halfway into the room and you sort of look up and you can see that the vines are not only closing down, but they're starting to disappear from the wall. And you I can see the top of your door at this point. Can I um, use my blade to like like try to like cut through them at all? Um, so you're you're cupping him. Um, or use my claws, anything like just try to like reach and grab and like tear him out. Yeah, give me an attack roll. <sighs> uh, seventeen hits. Just, right. roll me, just roll me some damage. And just see what we got here. Um, three. Three. You manage to tear at the ones that are on by your show. You could just scrape straight across and manage to fall forward and pull your legs back. And with one single vine left, you slash down on it with your claws. And as you do that, the uh, thing closes up and disappears. Um, I, I, I'm holding duo and I, I like in shock, I let him go to the plate of food and I just say, no, let's go get him. Go. I'm sorry. And he just hops over. I go to my bed. I crawl under covers, put the covers over my head and I'm bawling. Like, just like, I'm like, there's a moment of pause and just like overwhelming, like, I don't know what I just did. And I don't know if I like, I'm not sure how, how much I wanted this. I've always wanted this, but I don't know if this is what I wanted. And I just cry and cry and cry. And yeah. Smash cut back down to the rest of the party. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I didn't want the alcohol. He made me do it. And I point to Kyber. Why does uh, everything why does everything have to be given to me that's like evil? It's, I find the staff is evil. I find this armor it's made from like evil things this oh my god this armor it's rigs she killed Donna and I ripped the armor off and I'm just getting so mad and I'm th- I throw it at the wall and and Shanks grabs the armor and just and I, I storm I grab try to escort yeah try to escort Riaqua to the to out, outside outside of this I want no, this ah uh, dude no, I don't want it. Don't I, put I, it down. I, I need I need to explain something to you. Oh god. I know you're you know things more than I do. 
and all these things and uh i don't want to hear it right now i i just want you to understand what's really happening because you may have an understanding that is incorrect oh god okay great i'm incorrect about something tally that one up no worries man we are we're all wrong about things at some time all right all right i'm walking Wait, are we, wait, are we, does that mean we're we're fighting? We're walking out of the battle. Wait, oh, we're not going into the arena. I thought, because we always, every time we talk, every time we talk, we end up fighting. So I was confused. Technically, you started that show, but forget about this. Hey, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. (laughs) I'm not judging anyone. I don't like to judge people, Okay. Judging judge is yourself. a ver- judging is a very nasty color on your face, sir. Then, then don't judge yourself. Let's just, <sighs> let's just get a deeper understanding of what's happening. Enlighten me, sir. No problem. Journeyman, is there any is uh, is there anyone uh, out and about in the tavern now, or everybody was just for the show? Will be will be is. Uh, seems everybody else the journeyman seems to be not in the main room the, the office door is closed uh welby's just standing behind the bar or sitting behind the bar on his stool just polishing glasses and you can hear uh chico cleaning up in the kitchen point of order i'm still i'm now back in my loincloth for the second time continue mm-hmm. i mean um guy I'll, I'll let you pick if you want uh the explanation for the sake of brevity, or do you actually want to RP this out fully? Uh, but no, bre- what's the brevity? It's fine. All right. So Shanks goes ahead and explains at least the situation that Rig um, is not um, all bad, and that the Donna that he knows may have been Rig, so she had good parts in her. But at the same time, it's it's still how people make choices, and it can lead them to do bad things in the end. I'm just looking at Shanks as he's saying this to Weakwa with my hand on Weakwa's shoulder. <laughs> and we, you see Weakwa take a moment of like really trying to take it all in, and then he he's looking down, and he's like uh, uh, doing the math equation, and then he strikes back up at shanks his face looks him right in the eye and goes you killed donna actually the real donna from what i understand you, you killed my donna i i know yeah that's one way to think about it but technically your donna never existed it was all an illusion our feelings an illusion sort of Think about how quickly you change from having one feeling to another feeling with more information. So technically the original feeling was also an illusion, but so is this one. I don't think feelings are illusions. I think feelings are part of growth. I think every feeling you have is real. Right? Hey, I'm always open to new interpretations of things. What I mean by it being an illusion is that it doesn't hold up past a new perception. So every time your perception... Say that again? I didn't hear you. Oh, it doesn't hold up past a new perception. 
every time your perception changes, the emotions that you may have change as well. And that yes, is growth. But, right. But so when you have the feeling, the feeling affects you in a real way. Absolutely. But you can also so, have associations that yeah, aren't but necessarily the way, based. The way you're saying it, you're trying to make feeling sound like a detachment. And I don't want you to feel that way. Oh, I'm sorry, creepy, creepy creature no. over there. It's, uh, no, I, 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 Atros, I don't. I, I disagree with how you're seeing it, Atros. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I think he's seeing feelings as illusions, and I don't want him to see it that way because feelings affect you, and that's not an illusion. I, I, I can, I can understand where you're coming from. And I and don't want you to be detached. That's not a way of living through life. Fair. Okay. But I don't want you to be overly attached. And so we can agree that even though feelings are real, right? I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. Even though feelings are real, we could have feelings that are associated to things that are not real. It's like building a, a house on a poor foundation. Yeah. But in this right. situation that we're talking about, I had a real relationship with someone who just decided that they wanted to have that relationship under a disguise. That doesn't change that the relationship I had with them was a good one. Whether it came from a bad I hear, point. I hear what you're saying, but this goes back to what you were originally saying about this armor and about everything else in your understanding that seems to be very black and white in terms of things being good or bad. So if you want to look at someone fooling you and lying to you about who they are as a person and then attach to those false representations as a real relationship then you have to understand that you were manipulated. And if you're manipulated, is that a good foundation for a true relationship? And you see we are thinking. I think if we think the way that I feel like you want to see it, it's anything that happens in a, that's good, that happens from a place of maybe not good, then that kind of strikes it from being good That's not and vice versa. It's, I want you to stop worrying about how you want, you, you think I want you to see it, right? Don't worry about how you think I want you to see it. I want you to see it the way you want to believe and the way you want to see it. What I'm giving perspective to is that what you just said, right? Relates to how you saw this armor how you see Donna's armor now, or Riggs armor now, however you want to relate that, right? Mm -hmm. All of these things that you want to lump into being good or bad in a very clear way do not have clear interpretations of being good or bad, depending on how they're used. So if you're saying Rig lying to you and pretending to be the love of my life and having what you felt was an honest relationship on the foundation of a lie 
is a good and bad situation. It literally has good components to it because of the relationship you feel you had. It has bad relationship components because it was based upon a lie. And that's how things are. They are complicated. They're not just one side or the other. So I'm not telling you to feel any particular way about the relationship. And I'm not telling you that you need to have my perspective when it comes to that relationship. What I'm telling you is more information that allows you to get and create your own picture about what you feel you had. And that will also change with time. This makes sense? It does make sense. What I'm saying is this, don't throw the armor away. If it represents the good that you want to believe that you had, take that. I show him the, the bracelet on my wrist, the green bracelet. And I say, Rig gave me this. I keep it here, not as just a memory to her, but a memory of how I grew from my experience with her. So I agree with you that emotions are real, feelings are real, but how we interpret them and how we grow from them is really all that matters. When you decided that you were going to do what you did, how did you view that? Good or bad? I viewed it as her wish. I had already made my mistake in her eyes as far as not, not following through with a bidding that she wanted me to do. And because I chose a different path, her goal became to punish me and everyone that I now care about. That became her goal, her intention. So at that point, I can only react to the present decision that the person's making. And even though we could go back and forth about the potentiality of her redemption or the possibility of things, you know, changing down the line, ultimately she put us all at risk. And you have to understand from what I know of her, it was her or us. It's not an easy decision to make. And I would never mm -hmm. put a decision like that on you unless it was dire circumstances. But you said and it was her wish. Yeah, it was her wish. So when you when she someone else's back. Yeah, when she, when she speaks, uh, she, she has moments of truth behind all of the lies that she says. I don't know how much of what she told all of you is real. How much of it is made up? How much of it is a manipulation? I couldn't tell you. What I can tell you is that she had a glimpse of honesty. And in that glimpse of honesty, I saw that she was already dead. 
because of the choices that she had made and how she had failed in her mission. Mm. Therefore, instead of allowing someone who probably would torture her or make whatever existence she had remaining, I released her. And so I, this goes back to our original conversation we had on the roof, on the castle, where I told you, you carry your past with you. And ultimately, you make the best decision you think you can make at that time, at any time, always. Absolutely. So like me, you see good and evil or your interpretation of good and evil. So we both see in blacks and whites. You're just seeing slight what. I think you're saying is slightly more shades than I do. That's maturity. But it's still blacks and whites. We're, we're, we're both trying to make the best decision. I always. And so you're always trying to make good decisions, Shanks. And that's not the case for everybody. I know. So you have but to know if that's someone's... not an illusion, just to let you know. That is not an illusion. That is real. And each choice you've been making, each every change you've made, the one thing that's been constant is that you're trying to do good. Yes. But I'll tell no, you. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm this yeah, is th- I... that wasn't a disagreement. That was saying, no, no, yeah. I, I agree with you, but here's, here's the only other thing that I don't know how much of this is real. And I believe it's very, very important to question reality. Yeah, but you're, we're both questioning it on the side of good or what we perceive, what, what, we, what perceive. we perceive is good. There you go. Atros, do you have anything to add to this? Because philosophically, I think you would have something to say about it. And I look at Atros. It seems you've said enough. Fair enough. Uh, I want to just take a look at Atros to see if I notice any tension between them because of how Shanks just responded to him. Oh, I, I spoke to him. No attention. Right on this side. Uh, so, Wiako goes to Shanks. You did a bad for an ultimate good. Got the armor on, don't I? At this point, the rest of the party makes er, is coming up from the stairway from whatever they happen to be doing downstairs for this like five minute conversation which I'm sure was just trading money to that they won or lost and shit talking <laughs> on Wiyako for a second because he was drunk <laughs> so the rest of the party comes back up to see Atros and Shanks and uh, Wiyako having this conversation Zex is still not anywhere around you guys Uh, <clears throat> I go. Everybody, oh, oh God! Uh, no, I figured I'd grab um, 
I was gonna grab two beers and head up to Zex's room, see if everything's good on his end. Well, we hand you two woodland punches. One uh, slightly bigger uh, than the other. And uh, you make your way up to Zex's room. Are we continuing that or we're doing other stuff? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's go with that. Hey, uh, do um, I notice anything on the door or anything or looks normal? Cool. I uh, knock. You can you can hear crying. That's all you hear. And I mumble to myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, I open the door. Zex. Zex. You just like the covers over him. Okay. Bad ball. Ugly cry. Jeez. Yep. All right. Uh, he goes, puts the beers down. Well, actually, he puts his, he puts uh, Zex's beer down. He drinks half of his. Um, and he, uh, you just, you just hear. I remember. I remember. You, 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 you got your, <clears throat> you got your I, memories back. I, I remember everything. To clarify, to a point, you remember everything, but everything's in a jumble. There is no right. timeline. This is just, you're just getting like, all just of these images. Like there's no context to any of the things that you're seeing. You're not yep. even entirely sure that these are all right. your memories. I'll, I'll say, uh, I don't know what I'm seeing. I think they're, they're all mine, I think, but they're not. Galahad, I... I went, I spoke to Oberyn. Uh, how? He, I'll not. I. Yeah. I'll explain. I have what I think are my memory. They're not cohesive, but they're there. They're. It hurts. I don't know if I want this anymore. I don't. I don't think. I don't think this is what I wanted. Your. <clears throat> Your, I'm your, like I'm like memories? I I'm sitting up. I lean back uh, towards the wall of my bed, and I'm just like knees to my to my head, and I'm just like shaking my head, and I'm just like rubbing the, my temples. Just like I'm, I don't, I don't know. I. It's it's, it's, right. a, it's so much. Yes, it, you've, you've, it's so much. If I, if I recall, you went 16 years of your life without without knowing. I got some of it back, but this is too much. This is too much. And in, in due time, you, you will, it will settle. You, you will need to make heads and tails of it. And there will be events of your past that, that will not make sense, especially chronologically, but it, it will come together. Drink, take this drink, drink, calm yourself. I like, my hand is trembling trying to take the glass and I'll, I'll start to slowly sip but I'm not chugging at all um, I'm like holding the cup kind of just doing this I don't know what this means 
I've always wanted this. Nothing has meant more to me than this. And I have it, and I don't know what to do with it. And you, I, I don't know if I want it anymore. You process. Start slow. Tell, tell me, tell me anything. Tell me something. I think I saw my mom and my dad. She's, she's gorgeous. Um, I saw this lady, a drow woman. Um, I, I saw, fuck. Uh, I saw people in cloaks and fire. I was supposed to be a sacrifice. What? What? I think. I think I was supposed to be a sacrifice, and uh, I don't. I don't know. He's. Well, he, he just starts crying again. Damn it! <laughs> it's. Zex, it's it's all right. It's the awkward like <laughs> part of like tap on the face, like it's I, okay. I'm so sorry. Unfortunately, I, I do not know what what you are going through, but in our time together, I know that this this gift that you were given was something you've been craving for as long as you could remember, and it's here now. And yes, at this time. You, it's confusing and scary but take solace in the fact that you know at least who your parents are who your mother is you yourself said she was beautiful that was an image you, you never had before keep that image close as you wade through your memories can I can you get the journeyman and um, either serious or uh or glad. glad, get glad, but maybe serious too, if you can. You want me to bring them up to to your room? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. All right, I will do that for you, and I will uh, make my way downstairs to get serious and glad. Thank you, and and the journeyman. And the journeyman. Tommy, should it continue, or you're going to smash cut? Uh, let's smash to see where everybody else is. What's everybody else doing? As Galahad has gone back downstairs, or back, uh, gone upstairs, I should say. Oh, uh, when I came back in the room with everybody, I yeah, well, uh, just went back to the bar. <laughs> I walk over to Sirius. I just sit next to him, and I go like this to Welby for two shots. So, what's your story? You and I don't uh, talk much since the nut shot. Two shots go down on the table. <laughs> one's for you, one's for me. And I'm not going to take no for an answer. Drink up, buddy. I think uh, we all need it today. <laughs> so, look at the drink. I, I, I pick up the one that I had from before, and it's like, I, I, I'm good. <laughs> I take the shot, and I pour it into his drink. And then I drink uh, the shot. 
and I just kind of look. It's like, I guess at this point, there's a reaction between them. And they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> no, believe me, I'm, I'm aware of what you did. <laughs> Thankfully, I am a healer. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, deep down inside, I am truly sorry. It just, I don't know. It snapped in my head. It seemed like a great thing to do at the time. But you know, I'm, I'm apologizing to you for wrecking your twigs and giggleberries. <laughs> Apology accepted. <laughs> well, me, just you hearing go at <laughs> <laughs> like five feet away from you. He's just like trying to look like he's not listening, but he's just like. <laughs> and giggleberries what the fuck man <laughs> oh okay you gotta you gotta work uh, uh into that one too <laughs> yeah the druid would know about yeah. and giggleberries did somebody say berries <laughs> yeah chico pops his head out. did someone say berries man you guys want some tea uh actually yeah i'll take some tea <laughs> make sure you pour a lot of bourbon in that tea Oh, some of that special stuff. I don't think you'll need that bourbon, man. <laughs> and he pops his head back in. <laughs> What's everybody uh, else doing? I'm just chilling at the bar, uh, like next to them, just listening to uh, how that awkward conversation is going to go down. <laughs> I feel like that's everybody in the party. It's just like, <laughs> how is this going to roll down now? <laughs> Okay, so what about this time Galahad comes back down uh, from upstairs? Uh, so I walk up to... Uh, and so I know Sirius is at the bar. And Glad, where are you at? I'm wherever I was last and wherever they grabbed me from. Yeah, you're basically... You were behind, like, We Aqua. You, 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 you came back over and started making sure We Aqua was okay when you came back up. Like, oh, there he is. Okay, he's good. Right. Okay, then I guess I can just follow Gala- Galahad because well, I haven't told I haven't told you yet. I just was like trying to. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I just wanted to figure out where you at. I don't want you to be general bar. I'm there, I'm there <laughs> by the bar. Yeah, I'm there by the bar then. Okay, cool. Uh, are you? Are they close in proximity to both Sirius and Glad? So I don't have to say this twice. Oh yeah, you guys are. They're both within like ten feet of each other. All right, cool. So I uh, I walk up to the two of them. <sighs> Sirius, Galad L'Oreal, um. Zex needs your attention. I just went up to speak with him and he got his memories back. He spoke with O'Brien and he asked for you both. Oh, thank the moon goddess. And I just get up quickly from the seat and just like <laughs> walk towards this room. <laughs> uh, and I need to get the journeyman and so I will head towards the journeyman's office alright so the the journeyman's door is mostly closed but it's still sort of it's not like closed closed it's just open just a crack and as you peek in you can see her sitting uh, at her like her like lower desk on like a pillow and just sort of looking at these two bracers uh that you recognize as war rigs bracers. 
she looks up and hmm? yes uh, journeyman I'm sorry to intrude um, so Zex needs your attention in his room he got his memories back he spoke with Oberon really so something magical ha- just happened correct yes we were all downstairs I uh, decided to bring up a beer to let him know what he missed and he was in his room weeping okay that's very interesting all right I'll be I'll be right up just give me a minute okay of course and and I make my way back upstairs to Zex's room okay uh glad and serious you guys get up there before Galahad uh you walk into what, what what's going on in Zex's room I would still be in the same spot just sitting like kind of just have my uh knees up um kind of circling and sifting the uh the the beer in my hand the ale um and just staring like thousand miles there at the floor like burning a hole through it okay so what i do is then um ask him what's going on what do you need what's happening with you right now see him kind of sniffle and like do like a wipe to his face i um I have my memories back and they're a little hazy um, and I spoke to Oberyn he helped me with getting them back and um, glad you would know exactly who Oberyn is Oberyn's the one you've been looking for yeah when I mentioned your name glad he recognized it um, I don't I don't know if you guys can help me sort these or at least bring me it to, to ease because I'm what what okay I, I don't know if you can get it out without calming down first can I do like a calm emotions you absolutely can okay so I have to roll for that right no you do not you can just cast no? it uh Technically, if you were like in combat and you were trying to do it on enemies, you would have to roll. It would be like a wisdom saving throw, but he's asking for it, so he's. It, it will just. You just reach your hand out, and this like radiant sort of green energy, blue, blue, just pop blue, blue energy <laughs> comes from your hand and just sort of envelops him and sort of fades off and almost sort of like, well, think like like a sparkler sort of sort of radiates out and he visibly changes from like huddled to more relaxed and his breathing has sort of calmed down to a nice even rhythm and you feel much much better tell me what you saw i grab her hand i say thank you um that was a lot um can you tell me what you saw at least one thing that that stood out to you my parents um i saw um me being a sacrifice um i saw cloaked figures and i saw um i saw a drow woman um it's as much as i can remember uh it flooded back so fast and it's all still pretty hazy so I 
when I first got them, it hurt so bad that I just ran to try to beat the doorway from here to the Feywild, and, and I just barely made it in time. I... Uh, clearly, uh, hearing of uh, sacrifices and, and describing what's going on, it, it kind of shakes uh, serious a bit because of what's happened with him. Um, and you know, he's like, "Well, we're we're here. We can we can help you sort all this out." But you said you were a sacrifice. I mean. Clearly, For, you're still here. <laughs> the first I ever heard it was from the constable. He said when we spoke the second time, when he killed me, kind of, um, he said I was a sacrifice. And that Oberyn, you were meant to be a sacrifice. I was, I was, I was, me- I was meant to be a sacrifice. I'm sorry. Oh, because I was going to say, out of game, did he actually die? No, he in in the constable that last like talk he the constable said that he had once been the target as a to become a sacrifice and was saved and now he has come back to sacrifice himself again in that current situation that he was in. Yeah, so I, I reconvey that, and then I say um, there was a draw woman, um, and. Um, my parents, uh, Kyver actually helped somehow, um, a, a, a part of my memory came through a few days ago now. Um, and I saw my mom and I, I was hoping I, I drew a picture. I was hoping that that was her. Now with these memories, I can confirm that it was her and my, and my father that I saw, but, um, there's so much I've I've never wanted anything more in my entire life this is all I've wanted in my entire life and getting it feels I can't put words to it um, I feel like I got I, I don't know what I asked for when I asked for to get them back. There's... Are you sure these are your memories and not some sort of spell or some sort of vision um, that, was given to you that was not yours? All roads have led to me um, hearing that Oberon had part in my memories being magically sealed away from myself so I don't see any reason for him to give it back and he didn't seem like the person to um, he was rather forthcoming with it why did they need you as a sacrifice and why do they still want you as a sacrifice i don't know that they still do i don't know if they even know i'm still alive you don't even know who the they is i i don't right i don't even know who the they is i i feel less sure 
than when I woke up in that alleyway. Galahad, at this point, you hear that line as you're walking in. I'm just posting up at the door. I, um... How, how can we help? Because you remember that message I got from Oberon that said I, we were supposed to meet him. And I think it got disregarded because you all were fighting or something. But I think that might have something to do with the images that you got and the visions that you're having and the memories that are coming back. It seems our paths are linked, even with Kyver. I'm not sure I'm getting the answers that I need, but if there's any past that's connected to you and me, and Oberon has something to do with it, then maybe it has something to do with that message that I got, and maybe we're supposed to go see him. Um, at this time, like you see me, um, like have a flash of like memory and I reach, I'm like digging through my bag and I'm reaching for the letter that Argo gave me. Okay. Um, and I scroll down and I say, um, I say, you're from, you're from a place in Amora, a place of which I've never been, but I've indeed heard of though. My only recollection of the name is from a legend that speaks of a cult to an ancient deity known only as the cat Lord. Um, I was only I was informed by the source unable to name that cult of Paka and humans began to raid your villages for sacrifice and your village was one of them the ceremonies were ultimately thwarted and you were dropped in the city of my guild left to fend for yourself until you were the appropriate age to join me that was a letter that uh, that Argo got back to me with. Damn. Yeah, I, don't, I don't. Why the humans always gotta be involved in some crazy shit? Anyway, listen, oh. <laughs> I have I have I have lots of questions for Argo, but I I'm I'm not angry with him. I just have questions. Right. Um. I've, I've never think... I've never felt a distrust towards humans. Glad. Roll me a nature check, real quick. Sure. I was going to say, um, I think that we need to um, change course in, in our priorities because this is affecting everything that you're doing. We have demon uh, lords. We have, we have, eight. we have, go ahead. I was just going to say, you don't recognize what Paka are. I would say we have demon lords that we're dealing with. We have Strahd we're dealing with. We have the constable that we're dealing with. My, what I'm going through is on the very low list of priorities right now. And I understand that it may be potentially something greater later on. I just need to make heads or tails of this. And I. It's going to affect. Yes, we have demons. Yes, we have vampires. Yes, we have all these things happening but it's going to affect the way that you involve yourself in this party if you don't take care of this. Side quest. Uh, the faster we get out of Barovia, the faster we can do this, but nothing happens until we kill Strahd. And, and you hear from But the it's doorway. my turn to take an adventure with Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> you hear from the doorway, the journeyman say, you're absolutely correct. 
Strahd is the only way out, unfortunately. And I will help you with that. I do have a question for you, though, Sex. Did Oberyn seem like he had been the one that called you? Did he, did, was there a specific... No, the there was this doorway appeared in my room. Explain um, exactly how it happened. I was laying down and I saw a um, a vine-like doorway appear in my room and um, a white uh, birch tree or plant tree um, bush whatever and I and I grabbed my stuff and I grabbed duo and I started heading towards it um, and I found my way towards his court uh, do I know that I spoke Sylvan? Like, do I understand? Like, that's the language, or I just know I spoke another language. You just, yeah, you just know that you spoke another language. Um, I I saw sprites and pixies and things that uh, were speaking in a language that I don't think I ever spoke or heard before, and I knew it. And I spoke to them in the same language, and they were speaking of the Seely Court and, so you spoke and Oberyn. Sylvan. Okay, interesting. I, 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 I look at her like I speak Sylvan. Apparently you spoke to sprites. You spoke to Oberyn. I'm sure they didn't speak in common. They they led me in. Uh, he wasn't expecting guests or visitors. It seemed like I only had a limited time there. Uh, and I was given the choice of getting my memories right then and there or potentially getting them later. Um, if I were to be able to go back, um, okay. I I chose to get them now because I don't know if I'll get this chance again, given everything that's been happening with this party as of late. Mm-hmm. And um, I ran. I ran back to the door. I almost lost Duo in the process. Um, and I just barely made it back here. But the pain from the surgeons of memories and it, everything is still really it's a lot there's such a lot I didn't so. I didn't know that that much time do you, do you keep a journal I do keep a separate journal of everything you remember write everything down go over it try to establish order to the chaos that's in your head right now. You don't have to do it now. I'm not telling you to do it now. Just know this. Uh, Galahad, can I speak to you uh, out in the hallway real quick? Um, Of course. Before you go, um, I know I I told you at one point I have to speak to Argo. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're able to get a letter to him again before we, before I see him again, would you be able to do that for me? Write me a letter and I will get it to him. Thank you. Galahad, real quickly. Yes. <clears throat> so I, the journeyman pulls the door shut behind her and sort of looks around to make sure there is nobody else coming up, and there is not. And she looks at you and she goes, I don't believe that Oberyn called 
Shanks, uh, Zex. I believe it was the constable that put that door there. He, he has that power. Those bracers that Riggs, Rig had. They would have had that power. There was a surge of energy. They are no longer magical at this point. They are just metal bracers. But there was a surge of energy around the time that you said that he experienced these things. And I believe his limited time, the way he explained it, was over and closing the door that was not supposed to be there. Now, I say this to you in confidence because... I feel that you are probably the most level-headed and could handle this information without flying off the handle. It, yes, I, um, I'll keep it to the chest. Well, I trust your judgment in who you would like to tell with this, but again, this is something that maybe Zex will be a little bit more apt to take on once he's made sense of the things that he now knows yes he was he was taking it quite hard I was uh, I don't blame him I told him to to focus on the memory of his mother let that help him guide his way indeed solid advice just I'm going to be back down in my office let them know that I'm going to be working on some sort of solution potentially or something to help but I wanted you at least you to know this is I can't prove this obviously but this is to the best of my ability with the information given to me that this is what has happened or what I believe has happened yes no I will it'll stay between us the path and uh, the path ahead is to get rid of Strahd and to leave this foul place if we can get rid of Strahd then we can do many more things and I will be able to set those things up for you but we need to finish the job here. Indeed. I'll, I'll let them know you went back to your office. Thank you, go ahead. And she walks by you and back down the stairs. Um, and smash cut to the rest of the group. What's everybody uh, else doing? You see the journeyman walk it coming down back down the stairs. Are the three of us still down in the arena? Oh, no. Everybody came back up into the bar. You guys are still... I was going to ask one more question. I didn't know we went up to the bar, uh, but I could do it on the way up. So on the way up, I want to ask uh, Shanks, your good intentions that you always have, the best of intentions, who are they for? I think all intentions are ultimately selfish. So every intention that I make, even though I think it's good for others, is still my intention. That's mm. why I don't always trust it so well. Uh, but your resp- you giving Rig that out, which would have hurt her more if she were to stay alive, possibly. That was her best intention. That was doing something for her. So that's the complexity of it. I'm doing something for her in my belief. Correct. But I want you to know that you do things for others and not just yourself. You're not as selfish as you think. So stop being so just, you just stop being judgmental of yourself too. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, I, I, I look at him. I go, "You guys keep going. I'll be right back." I go back to get the armor, and I start putting it on as I go up the stairs with them. All right. I mean, while he does that, and we have that moment alone, yeah, I'm gonna look to Shanks, and I still have the knife from Kyber. I'm gonna hand it to him. To Shanks. What's this for? No more secrets. No more secrets. And I tap him on the chest with my one claw. I'll tell you what I gave up in my deal. And I close it into a fist and put it against his chest. My soul. And I drop my hand. You see Shanks' eyebrows kind of go up in the air. That's creepier than the voice thing. I just kind of close my eyes and just shrug my shoulders. What does that mean for you if you don't have a soul? It means when I die, you will come to collect my soul. Does that make you want to avoid death or make you not for life you just see Atrus look down with his hand up he used magical art um, tinkering again I've accepted my life I died that day that is why I chose to give up my soul you get in return my vengeance. Is it worth it? It matters not. I've already lost my wife, my brothers, and everything that was part of my former life. Nothing matters to me anymore. But just like we Aqua was saying before, isn't that a moment in time? And don't you have the opportunity to have, or don't you at least deserve a new life? A new I am content. You see why now I did not tell that boy what I gave. Yes. He is too young to understand. Like Rig, I have already lived my life to its fullest. What I am now is merely a walking corpse, a man void of ambition, other than the lie that he tells himself. And doesn't that mean that you are living a lie? 
If I see this redemption to the end, then maybe it won't be a lie anymore. Do you want your soul back? With or without it, I won't see her again. It's not what I asked. Do you want it? Not if I can't see Lenore. You see Shanks process his words. Fate is a cruel mistress. As you guys are saying that, Weakwa comes up behind and goes, uh, man, you gotta take the good with the bad. The life looking at Shanks and the death looking at Etrus. And he's in between them as like balance. And he's walking up. And you just see him just put his hand on Weakwa's shoulder. Shanks does the same thing. We're all arms over shoulders instead of walking up. <laughs> yep. And it just go, ah, balance. It's a good thing. I and I feel like. Shanks. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Continue. And I just don't continue talking about the subject. I just keep walking. We're, I, we're still, we're arm in arm, just walking up the stairs. Uh, I think we're all, ah, well, Wiyakwa is actually just kind of like breathing a sigh of relief in the air and just walking back to the, to the bar. Yeah, the tavern area. Yeah. Okay. That's what Wiyakwa's doing. Right. What are you doing, Shanks? Natural Shanks. I think I'm going to head over to the lab and do my thing until uh, we get a agreement on where we're going next. Okay. Agreed. I think Atros. Atros is probably going to join uh, Shanks. Alright, so you guys to the lab. Uh, Argyle, Kyver. Up from uh, my face at the bar. <laughs> Excellent. Kyver. I had to say I had to sit next to Argyle. Just sit next as 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 close as possible and I was just reading my book. I inhale, showing a little bit of uh discomfort for too close for comfort. And uh I turn over to Tyver and it's like, Do you have to sit so close to me? There's so many empty stools here. Hmm. I'm sorry, I I can't I'm just reading. I'm Continue to do what you're doing. Alright, and I shift over one stool. Alright. Just continue eating. Excellent. Um, Sirius, glad. What are you guys up to? Yeah, I'm going I'm to head and wait until we decide what we're going to do. Head back down to the tavern, just sort of wait for everyone to make a decision. All right. Serious? Um, you know, I don't even remember if I finished my food the last time everything had gone down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll just return to the bar uh, and finish up whatever food and drink I had left. <laughs> All right. Uh, Galahad, Zex, what are you guys up to? Uh, I woke up 
to Zex, are you still sitting on your bed? Um, at this point, I'd be sitting, yeah, at like the edge of my bed. I look to him. So, how how are you feeling now? Tired. Hmm. Well, try to get some rest. We should be getting to our next destination soon. Yeah, I'm gonna write that letter to Argo. Try to get as many notes in as I can. Um, I'll be done in a few. All right. Remember, as the journeyman said, write everything down and focus on your mother. Yeah. All right. And uh, I make my way downstairs. Thanks, Galahad. No problem. (laughs) All right. Galahad makes his way down the stairs. Uh, You guys don't see the journeyman anywhere. Welby's behind the bar. Uh, You can hear Chico just cooking around out back. What would you guys like to do? That pretty much everybody except for Zex, who's still in this room, Atros, and Shanks, who are in the workshop. Everybody else is in the tavern. What's going on? I decide. Um, Okay. No, decides to close his book and make his way to the workshop. Uh, I look at. I was actually going to look at you, Kyver. Uh, Kyver, hey, hey, Kyver, where are you going? Do you want to study magic? Don't take a walk with me, boy. Okay. Can you teach me how to talk like you? I like it. No, I think your voice is better. Oh, I think your voice is better. I can't do it. I walk, so I, uh, Kyver and I walk. All right. Anybody else ha- uh, doing anything? You guys just chilling? Uh, get uh, at the bar. I go to the bar. I get a drink. Um, I look up to. Uh, I see that Argyle is sitting there. Um, I just say to him, Argyle, let me. I'm heading over to the training room. Just let me know when we get to the to the temple. My mouth full of uh, chicken and waffles. I'm just like, oh, sounds good. And then I make my way downstairs. into the workshop. So you guys get to the workshop door, open up. Uh, Atros, uh, Shanks, what do they see? What are you guys working on? Well, with Atros, you see him pulling out of his bag of holding some crossbow bolts. As he pulls out a journal and starts scribbling notes, he takes measures on the crossbow bolts, makes a few tick marks, and in his journal, you can see that there's a picture of what appears to be something like either a carriage wheel or a gear of sorts, um, notes for cartridges for what look like slots of wood as he's working and handling some pieces of wood on a table and marking them with his pen and just taking a measure, almost as if he's making cartridges to hold the crossbow bolts. And uh, he's dismantling his crossbow and studying its mechanism to further write extra notes in there. You see, um, 
Shanks setting up uh, to with uh, the notes that he previously has been making on Alchemist Fire and how he's seen it work in the past. And he uh, starts trying to make his first attempt at it. Also, while kind of peeking over at notes and that uh, that uh, Atros is making without trying to be overly obvious. Uh, okay, roll me a lie device. <laughs> roll me a stealth check just for shits and giggles. Sure. Ooh, nat twenty. Okay. What? Out the gate. I don't know why. That's that either really waste. good or bad. That's that's a that's my if that's my natural twenty for tonight. Then I just wasted it. <laughs> okay, it happens. Uh, okay, so Carver, Weakwa, you come into the door. You I go see like I go like. Thanks is just sort of uh, is is working on his stuff, and you see Atros feverishly like doing doing shit in his notebook and on the table. I want to. I go like this, so my 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 lips are ter- uh, to Weakwa to like. So give him a signal to be quiet, because I want to sneak up on Shanks. Weakwa uh, complies non-verbally. Roll for stealth. Uh, roll 19. And my passive is 14. So. Yeah, no, right. he, he does not notice that you are there. So I just sneakily walk up behind Shanks, and I go, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Shanks, roll me a d20 real quick. Yeah, no problem. 11. 11. You just narrowly miss dropping the oh, uh, caustic <laughs> uh, the caustic liquid that's in one of the fires. Oh. You, you don't burn yourself and you don't drop any of it, but you are like this fucking close. Back close. <laughs> you motherfucker, what do you want? <laughs> Oh no! I just come to talk to you guys to see if uh, you guys have any cross extra crossbow bolts. I think I, that's it. Oh, good. I was gonna say, if I hear this, I'm gonna look over to Kyber with my bag of holding on a table. I'm just gonna like reach in, well, and just grab a handful and just slam it, slap it onto the table. It's probably gonna be like fucking fifty crossbow bolts. Roll me a D100. Okay, sure, I can do that. Wow. You know what? I'll just do. It. He's got like nine hundred fucking crossbow bolts in there. Like he's gonna yeah. fuck with like thousands. <laughs> yeah. It is seventy-three. He just plops his pile. Seven, he just like reaches his arm in and just comes out, and it's like a big bushel of freaking uh, crossbow bolts. He just across the table next to you. Oh, you got a lot. <laughs> I think I just grabbed some. I grabbed like 40. Yeah. And Tommy, is um, is there anything that Shanks would have picked up from looking at Atros's notes? Areas where you could give assistance or anything like that, knowing military weaponry and stuff? Give me a history check. Fourteen. 
you look over at this and I mean you're actually like really looking at it now it doesn't look like anything that you've seen before this looks like a rapid fire cross bolt gun cannon thing it's like the it's like a miniature ballista but it throws 10 crossbow bolts at a time not all at once, but rapid fire. <laughs> rapid fire, right. What, what you're gathering from this. You've never seen anything like this. Cool, cool. So, I look at them both and go, can I have a word with you two for a minute? I just look up and I nod. I just wanted to ask you both for a favor for me. In case I don't make it out of Aurovia, in case I don't make it out of a, I still can't do it. Keep trying with me. You got it. You're you're almost there, buddy. You're almost there. I'm trying to teach him to speak like asshole. It's my language. Asshole. <laughs> oh, all jokes aside, can I ask you two for a favor for me? In case I don't make it out of Barovia. I shake my head. No. Wait, do you nod or shake your head? I shake my head. Like, no? No. Oh, shit. I, I raise an eyebrow listening to the rest of the statement. I use magical tinkering. Casting words into the air and just looking at um, Seabass, uh, Kyra. I just like slam both my hands on a table and you see the words flowing into the air. The reason you're not, I'm not going to do this favor for you. Is because you're going to make out of Barovia. Not because you're going to die. So enough of this foolishness. Oh no, I, I, I plan on it. But you know, in case things go sideways and I, I, I gotta go play hugging with a demon. You know, be his butt buddy. I don't know. I don't, I don't like this guy. Can you please What's take it? care? Can you please take care of... Wait, wait, hold up one minute. I just put my, my finger on his lip. Please, I, I know you want to talk right now. You you got lots of questions. I see it on your face. <sighs> Can you please take care of the Vitalis family? In case I don't make it. I don't plan on dying. But you know, sometimes fate. She can be a fickle bitch, but... That's all I ask. Uh, Wiyako, instead instead of saying what he's going to say, he takes out his piece of paper and writes, but buddy, with a smiley face and a question mark next to it. I look at Wiyako, I go, you can ask Galahad all about butt buddy. He will tell you everything. I, I go, oh, I know everything about it. Yeah. And I roll up a piece of paper. You just see my eyes flicker and they turn red and you hear over your shoulder, Kyber. Deliver yourself. Your final words to that family. Kyra then smirks. And then he looks over at um, Atros. <laughs> I always love the way you talk, buddy. But I plan on you. I guess just me just saying this. It's just my way of... Uh, 
plan on beating this shit. Don't get sentimental. That's I'll not let how you revenge works. I just been hanging around you guys for too long. I like you fuckers. I guess I just need to get that off my chest. I just needed a reminder. Thank you, Atros. Come we. Teach me more about this magic. I'll let you two continue. Um, as as he says that, I I do a, a hand uh, slap to uh, Shanks' chest uh, to to like basically attack him, but uh, in a friendly way. Uh, I'm gonna attack you on your chest. Is this, this bitch on Shanks' day? What the hell is this? Like, in a friendly way. Motherfucker makes me spill caustic acid and, and your weird hand slapping me, palm slapping me in the chest. This is fucking. Does, does a 19 hit you? Yeah, of course a 19 fucking hits me. What are you. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, another day 20. Yeah, yeah. Attack your chest hairs with a clown. Uh, 16. Right. Wait, wait, just, just a regular d20 without oh, adding no, no, anything no. to it? Uh, Shanks, are you actually doing stuff? Are you doing anything? I put the acid down, but obviously I'm, I'm okay. listening to this. All right, cool. Don't, don't worry about spilling any acid or any. any doesn't 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 my armor like respond to physical attack now? Yes, that's yes, why I want to. Yes, so I want to show. Uh, I want to show Kyber what it is. So when when I hit you, I'm not going to do any damage to you, but the, it it's going to hit me. I go, hey, Kyber, that's defensive magic. And I and I, I walk away. I just look at it like in amazement, like. Oh, you, you want to roll a d? You want to roll a d six of fire just to give me that. Ah, uh, sure. <laughs> you take two points of fire damage. Yeah, and I go. This guy's heating up. Oh, I say he's on fire. And uh, and we he and I keep carrying on the conversation as we walk away from them. And then uh, Wiyako actually I, turns I, I away. Hum- I humor the fuck out of Wiyako of whatever he's saying, just having fun with it. There's no uh, way that I hear he's heating up and he's on fire without hearing it in Marv Marv Albert's voice. You have to. <laughs> he's you have to on do it. fire. He's on fire, and that's it. That you have to do it. Like, Marv Albert. He's heating up. <laughs> 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 NBA uh, action, 1998. That's it. <laughs> so uh, uh, we uh, actually we turns around and goes to um, to uh, Jesus Christ. Is he here? Um, what's his name? Atros. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, to Atros. Uh, hey, is there any way you can make this armor uh, a little stronger or magical in any way? Possibly, please. I just kind of look up and look back at him. It takes some time. All right, so I t- so w- when you say that, I take it off and I'm again in my loincloth. No, like, and I, I, like stop him before he like, before he starts taking off. Like I do not, we do not have time before our next stop. Oh, oh, oh! You got you got to explain yourself, sir. You got to explain yourself. Okay. Okay. Uh, bye. And I walk away with Kyra going, this is divination magic. Look, I know it's going to rain tomorrow. And I keep going and I explain all the other magic thing. Well, your armor is a glamour studded leather armor. So you could change the way it looks. You could show him if you wanted to. We'll say as you're walking out, you go, you change it 
in this is illusion. This is yes. Yeah, this, this is illusion. I just do this, uh, and, then, and I go. Oh, that's really cool. And I was just clapping like that. And, so and I, I, I disguise my voice. I go, oh, this is illusion. And, or this is mimicry. This is another kind of magic, but I'm not very good at it. Wait, I'm just yeah. going back and forth humoring him. That's it. <laughs> and we go back to the tavern. I didn't, never thought that two of your characters would like somehow merge together, but this is where it is. Okay. Uh, we're going to jump to... It's like Dumb and Dumber, you know? It's amazing. <laughs> wow. So Atros is on the first of the deathless. Got it. <laughs> wow. I mean, I am a, a little player. piece of paper that says Atros. <laughs> you you kind of was like, takes out a piece of paper. Healing, and then just kind of attacked me with Primal Savage when I was already on the death's door last time. So we're good. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to go to Galahad, and then we're going to go to Zex. Galahad, you make your way back down to the training room. Uh, where are you headed here? Uh, I am going to the warm, the warm hot pools, just to relax before we go to the temple and probably fight some shit. It's actually like this crazy, like little grotto area. Like it sort of goes in. Uh, it, it's there's no like, it's it's all like one big dome, but it's like sort of warmer and almost like steam room sort of area. Steam, and then there are hot springs in there as well. They look like they're natural hot springs. Yeah. There are towels and robes and whatnot. So, head in there and just sit, in, sit and soak for a little while. Yeah, just soaking, drinking my beer. All right, that's it. Cool. Yep. Zex. Um, I would have uh, finished writing as much as I can in my in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get as much information on the page as I can. Um, and then I would have proceeded to write the letter uh, to Argo that I was going to give to the journeyman uh, to deliver. And I'm going to make my way towards the library. Okay, so you make your way down the stairs. Uh, everybody that's in the tavern, uh, you see uh, uh, Weakwa and Kyber sort of coming out of where the uh, workshop is, pass around the stairs, and and uh, this is necromancy magic. Continue, and you as you're healing yourself. Yep. And then you uh, you walk across the room and uh, into the door uh, to the library, and there's a small little hallway, and it opens up into this massive like tower-like structure huge mm. base 50 feet 50 60 feet in diameter just huge huge spot and uh books lining all of the different uh walls there are uh shelves across the middle and as you look up it actually goes up another five floors but there are no floors in the middle um there seems to be like little sort of posts in some of the aisles and it looks like Maybe it will, but all of the other shelves in the middle are just floating in in the mm. Like they're not meant to be accessed, essentially, or um, I don't know. No, you're not entirely sure. Mm. Like I said, there are several little posts that sort of have like little 
glowing crystals in the center of some of the aisles. Okay. Um, I'll just make note and ask about it later. I'll try to like, take a look at my surroundings and see if I can find any books on Namora and um, the cults and things of that sort. Uh, so Naimora first or the cult? Naimora first. Naimora first, all right. Roll me an investigation check. Nah, uh, nine. Lots of stuff on lots of different places. It seems you've found like a geography sort of section. Right. Not on Naimora currently. Not that you can find here. You look up again, and there are several more floors of books. Okay. Would I be able to uh, have Duo do a scan for me of, like, anything? Or that's still more investigation? That would be more uh, investigation. Okay. Um, I will try for uh, the cults. Or anything uh, of that nature. <clears throat> okay. Roll me an investigation check. Same fucking thing. Uh, I will proceed to try to make my way to the journeyman. Okay. You make your way back out uh, mm-hmm. into the uh, tavern. Everyone's still out there drinking yeah. and eating. Uh, Galahad is not there with you uh, there, nor is Shanks or Atros. Uh, You make your way over to the uh, journeyman's office door. Mm. And this is enhancement magic. It is closed. Yep, there you go. Uh, I give a knock. Come in. Open up. Uh, Journeyman, Mm -hmm. how's it going? Um, Thank you for earlier. Um, I know it's been quite the day. But um, happens occasionally. This is the uh, letter uh, for Argo when oh, you get a thank chance. You. She reaches out. And- no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the library, but uh, I guess having a hard time trying to focus on anything. Would you happen okay. to have any books on Naimora at all, or uh, potentially the cultists? that um, are from my my memories, my past. Well, I don't know anything about your memories or your past, so... I'll, I'll go into... Uh, like, what are we talking about cult-wise? There are a lot of cults, a lot of gods. Uh, something called the Cat Lord is what Argo told me. Okay. And um, from what information from the constable and from... Argo and from Kyver, uh, they took children, I suppose, or or just us in general, and we were meant to be sacrifices. I was meant to be a sacrifice, but that was obviously uh, avoided. Just wanted to see if you might have something on it, any information. Did you? Check. I mean, like, I got a lot of books. Did you? How long were you in there? Did you? I tried check to, the upper floors. I meant to ask you before I checked the upper floors. I wasn't sure if that was a place that we should go to. Did you read 
there's a sign there's signs on the little you know you, you saw the little hole things right with the little glowing crystals put those there so I re, sort of redid the library from the last time you guys were here and then it, it'll tell you how to get up there you just go read the crystal you go read there's a little sign on, on the post wow just as easy as that I appreciate it yeah no it, it, it's all, all my resources are yours go for it alright um, is there anything I could do for you I know um, that's a silly thing to ask but kill Strahd plan on it very soon the faster we can get the fuck out of here the faster I can I am do what in I need to agreement do. with you I'm very tired of Ruby at this point and it seems right. that there are a lot more pressing matters that we need to take care of so quickly you guys can get on that absolutely uh, I think you guys had you guys had agreed on uh, Argon's Vault Holt is that what it is yes yes yeah, um, we should be there I don't know maybe in the next 20-25 minutes at most I'll try to make my search quick then um, would I be allowed to take the books with me if I find them Make sure you write down the books that you took and leave it with Welby or, or myself. That I will Some do. of those books you can't find anymore, so don't lose them if you take one <laughs> that looks especially old or strange. I'll try to get your approval before taking them then. All right, go. Sure. I'll head out. Make your way back over to the library. Um, I'll start looking uh, towards the arcane uh, peg holes well uh, as you get closer it looks like uh, it almost looks like one of the poles like a think like a a a pole for like a link fence you know sort of like they have have, like cues and stuff it's Mm -hmm. about it's about waist high and it's this beautiful brass pole with a swirl on top and there is a uh, a gem on uh, on the very top that's glowing in arcane blue, and there's a little sign, and it just says "Think up." I'll, do I have to hold on to it? Uh, I'll just say "up" and hold on to the to the. Uh, to the- you begin to levitate up, or at least the bottom half. You do the. For your front half that's holding on to the thing, you're sort of almost <laughs> upside down now. <laughs> I'll, I'll let go. You let um, go, and you s- still sort of go in that motion, and you eventually, by the time you get up to that second set of cases... I'll write myself up. Um, yeah, you write yourself up, but you're still what is floating. Duo's see- rea- what is Duo's reaction to me floating? <laughs> He's a little weirded out. Um... <laughs> Give me a perception check real quick. Okay. Why am I rolling? Gar- I'm just going to use all my good rolls yesterday. Seven. Seven. Oh, no, that's not a seven. That's a tw- uh, 12. That's a 17. Okay. I can't okay. fucking read. <laughs> you see a small sign that says, think, stop. Stop. Um, and you're about halfway up and you sort of drop back to level with Hmm. the second floor 
and you begin to sort of walk around and it feels like there's a floor underneath you as you walk begin to walk through the how buildings. high am I? you're about 20 feet in the air okay um I'll start trying to peruse and um am I still at the same section of um the library that would be geography and such uh not or, the same or, you're on the next floor up oh I wasn't sure if like ex- the section like went upwards not like outward you you're know what I mean? not entirely sure okay um I'll check again so you're gonna roll you're gonna check out Nemora yeah Go yeah uh 21 21 uh there is a couple of uh, books that you do find on Sloan and that particular region of the Heartwood uh, Nemora uh, a trading city um, there is some more uh, there is some uh, poverty in in that particular region especially around the outer edges where the farmlands and uh, sort of like the outskirts of where the uh, forest turns more to swamp mm-hmm. um, it's because you you learn like the heartwood is this massive uh, tree that sits down maybe four or five hundred miles away from Nymora but this whole this tree its roots and everything that's within this forest is connected to the heartwood so there's like a giant neural network of all of the plants in that in the heartwood, which is like a vast. It's all from the, the one tree growing. It's all from the one tree that's growing out. Okay. And uh, a lot of it is um, a lot of the it, a lot of its mercantile uh, mercantile trade. Uh, they are known for their fabrics, and uh, they are also known uh, for their warrior culture as well. In Nymora. It's mainly tabaxi. You will see some uh, elf um, and dwarf and gnome presence in there and the occasional sort of smattering of other uh, more uh, less common I should say uh, for that particular area but you will see mostly tabaxi okay um I won't take that book with me I'll start to look for the anything on like the cultist or the cat lord sure 22 22 um so you're searching around uh quite a bit for this after maybe about another 10 minutes searching you're getting pretty good down to the wire here you do find uh, a very old uh leather bound book uh with a very simple uh a very simple uh, what looks like cat's paw on uh, emblazoned on the front and as you open up into it it it, it, the the pages that you are able to read in the short time that you are looking at this currently um, the cat lord or uh, a being also known as uh, a master cat is uh, one of the animal lords and is the ruler of most uh, felines, uh, all the way from like the small uh, like house cats to uh, tabaxi and uh, smilodon, so like saber-toothed tigers, the the biggins. Um, he is 
he's considered neutral, like true neutral, doesn't really care uh, for good or evil, just sort of his own devices. Um, and he has both a human and feline form. Um, usually his feline form is uh, either a black cat or a black panther with uh, very large sharp teeth and claws. Whereas uh, as a as a human will occasionally uh, mostly uh, appear as a pale human male with dark hair um, usually with um, sort of cat's eyes uh, rather than standard human eyes that's you know you'll get flashes I guess um, but in the time that you have looking and that's what you sort of get uh in looking at uh paka paka are also like sort of like think the, the they're like the cousins to to Baxi, smaller sort of in between uh think of them the way that humans are to uh the great apes to Baxi are to paka uh nothing about like the um like sacrificing or like uh why there was any not that. from what you can see, um, but you do have a fairly good knowledge where that every religion has their crazy extremists. Okay. Um, I'll uh, start heading out and uh, I'll inform the German. Like, this is uh, a book that is very old. Um, I don't know how much more information I can glean from it. But can you keep it somewhere, possibly in my room, for when I get back? Would that sure. be it? Yeah. She uh, pulls her hand out. Yeah, it'll be in your room when you get back. Thank you. Yeah, we should be getting there real, like, maybe in the next couple minutes if you want to go and make sure everybody's in the uh, the tavern area for me. I will start uh, downstairs, work my way upstairs. However you want to do it. Okay. Eventually, I'll just start grabbing everybody. Uh, you do walk downstairs and find Galahad uh, sitting in one of the hot springs near the back of the uh, training area. You, I'm assuming Galahad's completely out of his armor, just chilling. All right. Indeed. Uh, so you grab Pim. Uh going back into the workshop and I believe you take a look around and everybody else is in the tavern uh, we're, we should be here in the next couple minutes so if you guys are ready to go we can finally uh, finish this fucking quest 